we have seen life. We have seen love. And to wrap this season up, we will finally get to see death. This is Genius Picasso, Chapter 10. Stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. For the last time with the... For some reason, now that I hear it, it feels super depressing. <laughs> it's not the same for me. I'm like getting emotional already. Back right into the, like the last few minutes of this episode. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh God. God. It, was, it was a lot to take in. Honestly, I've never had emotions that are so heightened. Like anger, sadness, frustration. Like those were all my emotions that were intensified so deeply we were in this episode. All over the place. Guys, welcome to the show. This is the season finale of Genius Picasso. We are on chapter 10. My name is Zach. We just spoke to Mina briefly. Um, so you gave us a little bit of reaction. Give me more. You're angry. You're upset. Uh, like, I, I don't know it's what it is strange. about this last episode where I'm like, really? It's not about like, this last episode. It's about the season. Honestly, that is why right. <laughs> what you're feeling is happening. I had the same ex- experience last year mm-hmm. when we wrapped up um, with Albert Einstein. What an amazing show, guys. I, whew. <laughs> it's, it really is. You're so right when you say that because it's the culmination of everything. You know, we're so invested as viewers and... This is a real story. This actually happened. It makes it that much more different, I guess, in my eyes. And it's just like that feeling of like, wow, like you're watching something unfold that's already happened. There's nothing that can be done to undo history's course. <laughs> and like, there's no, it, it's in the past. There's, there's nothing no that can be Hollywood done. magic. Yeah. You know, no uh, happy ending, so to say, that like some writers like to put in and ruin shows or movies. Yeah. Um, we get what life has given us. And what a story. What it's an not, amazing I life. don't even want to say that it was not a happy ending. For us, it wasn't a happy ending. But for Picasso, I mean, in his eyes, like, was art either. was more important than family to him anyway. Like, even on his deathbed, he's saying, give me the charcoal and the paper. I would love. Like, are you freaking would, kidding me? I would love if that was his last words. If that truly <laughs> was his was. last words, yeah. I would love for that. I mean... <laughs> Spoken like a true artist. At least if that was his actual true last words, everything would have made sense. Everything would have been not for nothing. Mm -hmm. You know, his whole depiction of life, what he thought it was, how art was most important. If he died with his last words saying like that, I feel like he lived a true life, you know, and it wasn't false in any sense. And there's no regret, you know, where some people on their deathbed might regret something like that. But it's just art. Picasso would never admit to any regrets he would have anyway. I don't think so There's either. no way. No, he's Picasso. Picasso has no regrets. Apparently <laughs> not. But you know, like, when I was watching this, additionally, like, I feel kind of in the past, like, oh wow, this is like so far in the past. We're so removed it from it. It was, but it's but not. This episode, when I'm like, 1973, like, seriously? And when I looked up that Francois Jalot is 96 years old, she's still oh, alive. Oh, she's still alive, by the like, way. This Everyone isn't, this still isn't alive, ninety six years like, old. This is fresh, so that's why it's like. I wonder if she got to watch this. I I was thinking that. I, was I hope like, she was I there, know, present to like, like give some pointers to the actress yeah. and whatnot, or in some capacity. But you know, she must feel real honored. I just want to talk to her. Like I I know that sounds so crazy. I just want to sit with her and well, what chat about with her. her. What about her kids? 
I know. I thought about that too about right? Paloma. They're and definitely obviously still alive. <laughs> but I really just want to like sit with her. And this is the thing: she always talks about like in the show, like. I just don't want to be known as Picasso's mistress. So, like, how awful would it be at 96 that you're contacting Francois to talk to her about Picasso, like, after all this time? Like, yeah, I don't she know would if not appreciate be, that, I'm I don't sure. know if she would appreciate it or if she'd just be like, oh, this comes with the territory. I really just want to talk to her about everything. Like, Honestly, I think, I, I'm pretty sure, like, she had a nice grace period of, like, 30, I mean, what, we're in 19, we're in 20, 2018 right now. She probably had a good, like, 50 years grace period after he passed that she became her own person. Mm-hmm. I don't know this to be true or not, but I can imagine now, given with the show being out, people might start talking about her again. Mm-hmm. And, like, I mean, she is still alive, so people could potentially want to try and reach out to her. I'm sh- I mean, Ron Howard had to have, you know, to get mm-hmm. rights for, the, for her and whatnot. Um... Isn't yeah. it crazy, though, like, how all of them reacted so differently to Picasso's death? Like, how each of them coped with Picasso not being in their lives anymore when he passed in 1973. Like, how it affected Dora versus how it affected Francois. Way? Like, I don't know. Like, you just see, like, how attached each person is to Picasso and how much they meant to him. You know, or they meant to, yeah. to each one of them. It's just so crazy to me. Like, Francois was, like, the only one where, like, she tried to, like you know, make a life for herself. She she married someone new who passed away in the early 90s, like 95. Right. Um, it's just so crazy like that, you know, a couple of them committed suicide. Two others, of them committed suicide because, yeah. oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, it's towards just, the end. I just don't Mary get Therese it. And, um, Mary Therese and, uh, Maya's mother. And mm-hmm. then who was the other one who committed suicide? Oh, Jacqueline. Dora. No, Jacqueline committed oh, yeah, suicide. Sorry. Yeah. Jacqueline, yeah. But something else happened to Dora where she, like, I can't remember what they said in the she credits. Died. She, like, died because... She died in 1997. Uh, no, was... they were just saying that she um, started the uh, modernism, modernism uh, surrealism movement. Mm-hmm. She was, like, the, the founder of it, and I forgot what else. I mean, it wasn't anything bad. Yeah. So... But it just was, like, I feel like it's so simplistic to say, oh, they committed suicide because they lost Picasso. Because there obviously has to be way more that goes into doing something that drastic than just not having someone in your life anymore. Well, in all fairness, they the way that... Too. They do, but the way that they, they depicted them in the show, I think, kind of tell goes... They depicted them very well in the show for me to read that at the end of the show to be like, oh, that kind of makes sense. Uh, Jacqueline, we got very short amount time amount of time with but there was something wrong with her i mean she was keeping his kids away mm-hmm. um fighting with paloma and like doesn't even want to hear francois's name you know the whole concept of like family is just completely out the window with her in this episode mm-hmm. um and all she wants is picasso and obviously you know it wasn't really touched upon until like the very last moment but she's just gold digging you know talking about the will you know I keep going back and forth with that because I kept thinking, like, is she just a gold digger? Like, is she just so obsessed with his finances? But I honestly don't think it was that. I think in her eyes, she's like, I'm the only one who really loves you. I deserve everything. I genuinely think that she really does or really did believe that. And I don't think it was like she's only with Picasso for his money. I think she genuinely loved him. uh, She uh, Okay, so, yeah, when I say gold digger, it's not in the traditional sense of, like, what we think is gold diggers today. (laughs) The gold diggers of the past. The, the gold diggers of the I mean, the uh, gold diggers of nowadays. Look, she was a little messed up to begin with already. She was young. I think she was like twenty years old when they first when she first met, and her cousin was pimp, like whoring her out to Picasso. Ugh, Pretty was much was so... just like, "Hey, you should like be here because I need to get out of here." Like I, that was like she was like transferring, you know, 
whatever help she was doing to Picasso nowadays we would just call that setting you up for a date Kinda, like now, yeah, nowadays that wouldn't be whoring someone out or pimping them out it would literally be like let me introduce you regardless to of the fact <laughs> they got together and man there was some tricky times um francois went off with uh costas we found that costas and her broke up it was short lives yeah which i was so surprised by like i saw that working out i didn't mm. think it was just a fling poor uh, costas it's okay but she got to so meet. Cute. See, we got confused with who Costas was mm-hmm. with Luke because Luke was the one that she was flirting with early in the beginning, and then he went away because he had to teach, and then he came back. Mm-hmm. And so then they come back, and l- luckily they get to get together, and uh, they got married. And it's so funny how wrapped up Francois truly is with Picasso, even probably to her death, um, because she or oh, she's still alive. Yeah, like, <laughs> she's still wait, alive. Are Sorry. We I know, I know, yeah. So she started alive, but she's been, she had been so entwined with Picasso, and it, it like we got subtle hints of it where Luke was kind of saying like, uh, you know, he's always around, he's never gonna leave us. She went to Picasso to get his blessing mm-hmm. for a marriage that she wasn't even married to him to begin with, mm-hmm. you know. But she couldn't be married to him, remember? That's because fine, but Olga. why? Did, why are you gonna go get a blessing? I, mean, I, I, get, I think I don't think she was necessarily trying to make him jealous. No, I know she it wasn't seems at like all. That. I think I that was just that like closing the chapter and being transparent with him and not being like secretive about a new relationship because she wants to have like this friendly rapport for with the him for the stuff. kids. Yeah, I, which I think like like nowadays we that. see like um like there's something called like conscious decoupling where you just co- you co-parent and you don't have to be with the person anymore. Like Gwyneth Paltrow and her ex were doing that Chris with the Martin. kids. Yeah, 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 where they're like, they're still like friends, they're still on speaking terms and they do that because they want like a healthy dynamic with the children. They don't have be. to be romantically yeah. involved to have a good dynamic and, you know, that, provide, like give that for your kids. So we had a perfect quote from Francois um, where we could see uh, Paloma and Claude a little bit older and they're talking about her, uh, their father, Picasso, how like, you know, Oh, I'm really jumping ahead. Sorry. I know where we are. I was like, I was like, wait, we just jumped so far. This is my fault because I got so excited to talk about the end that we're just going all over the place right now. So you gotta, you gotta bear with us right now. We got a little bit of time left. So okay, um, Luke and Luke, Luca, Luke and Francois end up getting married, which is nice. Uh, They have a nice little place together. Unfortunately, um, Pablo, with his fear of hospitals, almost has um, Paloma killed. Not killed, but like she almost yeah. you know, has a serious issue where um, Francois's uh, Francois's honeymoon gets ruined because Maya. There's so many people to talk about. I know there's Maya so many names. Sends a telegram to them saying that Paloma is sick and Picasso refuses to take mm-hmm. her to the hospital. Now uh, that is like the most negligent form of parenting. It is, is but it, it brought like me back an- to something. These are like the anti-vaxxers. Like, the what, anti-what? The anti-vaxxers. Like, you know, oh, the community oh, yeah, of people yeah, who are yeah. like, no, no, we're not going to get, we're not going to do vaccines. We're just not going to do that. Yeah. And like the ones that believe in only like, uh, holistic stuff. Yeah. yeah. Hol- which, I, there's something there's to that. There's validity but it's like, to it, but some on. of the other, like, yeah, if someone's dying, you need a healthy dose well, okay, of Western so medicine. Something came up in this episode and I think it might have been, um, Maybe it was in a preview or, you know, last time or whatever, how they have those little segments before the episode starts. Um, it showed Picasso at a very young age, um, when right before his sister died, I think. And it flashed me to uh, it flashed me to 
kind of understand. I think maybe Picasso has this fear for, of hospitals and, and stuff because of his sister who died. Mm-hmm. Who he, uh, I think he went to the hospital and It's not she just died. his sister, though. This was like a repeated pattern of but loss. But it was his sister that started this fear of like, oh, I went of to the death. hospital of death. And he's yeah. like, and it was like, I, death, don't take her. I'll get rid of, I'll, I'll give up my, my art. And he blames himself for going to the hospital for not giving up art. And that's why his sister died. I think that's why it, it held on. It stayed with him for so, so long. Mm-hmm. And it sucks because it followed his his loves, you know. It followed um, Dora was kind of mentally ill. It followed um, Olga and and uh, 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 my friend. There was someone else uh, that he lost. No, not Fernand. Fernand. Well, Fernand, yeah, but he wasn't with her at the time of her passing. There was someone like after Fernand. That he wanted to marry and he really, yeah, really loved during her. During World War I. Wasn't yeah. that Fernand? No, no. After there's someone after Fernand. Okay. And before Olga. There right. was someone right in the middle and I'm like missing I'm her name right now. It's not another name with F, but I know I'll, who you're talking about. I'll figure it out in a second. But in the meantime, after yeah, Fernand. Oh yeah, go ahead. Yeah, no, but I was gonna say, like, in the meantime, you should definitely uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Check us out on iTunes. Um, and yeah, definitely follow us on social media at AfterBuzzTV on Twitter and Instagram. And I want to let you guys know that here at AfterBuzz TV Network, we produce after shows for nearly all your favorite TV shows from dramas, reality TV, sci-fi, and more. There's no other network that works harder to serve TV fans. But now we need your help. So we're asking that you please subscribe to one or more of our YouTube channels. Besides helping us a ton, here's what's in it for you. One, it caters specific content you already like directly to you. It also brings your favorite after shows so you don't have to seek them out. And finally, it suggests content from other channels or podcasts that might interest you. Subscribing to our YouTube channels will also help you discover new shows we're sure you're going to love. So since you're already tuned into our drama channel, you might also be interested in 13 Reasons Why, um, Shades of Blue, Queen of the South, and other dramas in that vein. Um, And also remember that we have channels for other genres as well, so please do not be shy about subscribing to those ones either. And if you're worried about those pesky notifications, don't be, because they're totally optional. So it's super easy, guys. Just hit that subscribe button now for an even easier AfterBuzz TV experience. And if you let us know that you did in the comments, we'll shout you out on air. Thanks for being the best fans ever. We promise to continue to do our best to serve you. Very cool. There's just, I feel like both of us are like speechless. I right really now. am. I'm sorry. You I'm know, having like, a hard just, time to like, uh, I mean, there's so much that so happened in the hard. story. It's like, so hard to like fully articulate like what went on in this episode because I feel like we're so emotionally invested in it where we're like, I don't even know like how to, I need how to time articulate. To yeah, I need like, time to process. I literally well, just need like have... a good hour to be like, yeah. oh my God, like let all <laughs> this of this sink in because. Okay, so here, let's yeah. fast forward a little bit. So we got, um, we got to see a little bit of life after Picasso with uh, Francois. Uh, things going on between the kids. It's getting a little rocky. It's getting a little rough mm-hmm. uh, as kind of some divorcees 
marriages and whatnot, non-marriages happen. Um, but, you know, Picasso still wants He still Prince is in love. Law. He comes right out. He doesn't care. I love you. I'll come back with me. I'll, I'll get Do rid of Jacqueline <laughs> anytime. Do you think that the fact that this has been the only woman to ever leave Picasso, do you think that kind of has shifted the power dynamic in a way yes. where, like, now he can pursue her? Yes, and I think also the fact that um, it... it yeah, I, yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and say uh, he was. She was the only one that left him. I think that's what the yeah, dynamic was. Everyone was, was obsessed with him yeah. except for her. Everyone was so obsessed with him, and she's like this fierce little firecracker. Yeah. Sagittarian, by the way, end of November birthday. <laughs> but regardless, like she just like like we we've seen this before where like Maya even warned him like Francois not like mama like she's not going to just leave like stick you. around she will leave yeah. like she has a very dominant personality like she has a very like you know she's a feminist in every sense of the word like she wants to be recognized for her own art on her terms she doesn't want to be compared to a man that she, ending scene with her yeah, she's when just, she was on that date she's so fierce we'll get to that in a i second. love Francois oh god i know and it's so funny cuz in the beginning of the se- of the season i Saw her and I was like, oh, here's the new toy. You know, we'll have a few episodes of her and then she'll move on. And we had, you know, an an idea of who the actor was through Harry Potter and whatnot. So I was like, oh, cool. So she's getting like a little work. That's awesome. I didn't realize she was going to be here until the last episode. I was like, like, Flora Delacour. Okay, cool. This is awesome. And I was like, I didn't know what to expect. And I was like, oh, she's going to be here for like two episodes. She she has been the primal focus and she has killed this role and really stepped into it and just made it so believable. Like, you root for her even though she's cold. Which is, like, when do you ever... sense why she's when cold. When do you ever root for a cold character? Okay, so this is what's beautiful about the show because it gives you stories and understanding of why people are who they are. Like, it's not just about Picasso. Yeah, we got to see exactly who Picasso is, why he is. But it also gives the people in his lives backstories where we got to see a little bit Marie Therese, like why she was Mm -hmm. the way she was because of her mother kind of just jumping. She was sheltered. Yeah. We got to see why Francois was so cold because of her her father and she's still to the like to the last 1977 or 73 was like talking about her father like I wish you know like I need to be stronger. Like my father told me, taught me never to like run away from my problems. Kind mm-hmm. of thing. Always that, face them. Forward. Always facing forward, and that kind of brought her back to who she was. And we got into um, her writing this book about Picasso. Mm-hmm. They didn't really wrap. Did, like, did you catch how that ended? Like, she wrote this whole book. Picasso went to go sue her. Mm-hmm. Uh, he took away for libel. All, yeah, and she's like, defamation. "Well, I can't, I can't be sued for libel if everything I'm saying it's is true. true." He took back all of his paint, all of his paintings that he ever did and gave to her, except she kept that one, which is, I hope she still has it. Um, did you catch who won that battle? I, I should. I didn't have time to look it up, but, I, but um, like even in the way that they, felt, even the way like that conversation did, though, because like. But it felt like he won. Is he won also? I like I couldn't tell like who was calling who or talking to who. You know, like saying I'm sorry. I mean, sorry there or was whatnot. ten years of radio silence, literally between them, where they just didn't talk. And that conversation where she thanks Picasso, like that, really did make me emotional. There, there are so many scenes in this she episode that made me super him. emotional. They both love each other. She would have still stayed with him if she, if he would have just like kind of stopped acting like such a child. I feel like she would have stayed. But you know what? Like, I think this is the trap that a lot of women fall into. It's that they think that they can stay with someone because the love is there. But I genuinely feel that love is never enough. As much love as there is, 
it's not it's just about love. Lot, it's yeah. about like people don't realize respect in a lot of instances is more important than love. Oh, like, so much respect with respect. Like if there's no respect, there's no foundation there. None, none whatsoever. And there wasn't respect. No. There wasn't respect between them. Yeah, he respected her as an artist, but she even said, "You constantly put me down. Like you need someone who will be your champion as much as you are their champion. Yeah. You can't just like be someone's cheerleader and not have that reciprocated." I don't think he ever realized that. I, yeah. I, I think he just kind of was playing the game. He thought she was playing games, which sucks. Yeah. Know? But we she, got that she ridiculous... Was a little, she was a little bit at, she at was, points. She like, was, You a have bit. to, a little, with someone like Picasso. But at the end of the day, she was just being honest. She, like... I think she definitely loved Picasso more than Luke, she but she... She said it. She said it to the end that she loved it, loved him. I mean, yeah, but just because you love someone doesn't mean it's meant to be. Of course not, no. Of course, I completely agree. And sometimes love is toxic. Like, what kind of love is it? Is it oh, a healthy okay. love? Is Picasso, it a toxic love? Picasso is it attachment? Was just nothing but uh, a giant ball of toxins. Uh, you know, for whomever, <laughs> so whomever he was around, he was a, a giant ball of toxins. We had some great shots. We had some great uh, throwbacks. Some nice little, not odes, but um, him revisiting his his younger years. I guess going to a bullfight. Um, uh, Playing uh, something with a cake with his son, uh, chewing into it. With the that was so beautiful. That whole ruined scene. so quickly uh, by Jacqueline. I do. I did not like I her. She was nasty. Despise Jacqueline. She was nasty. I tried so hard to empathize with her and see it from her point of view, and I do get it from her point of view. But anyone who's going to ruin the relationship between a parent and a child, like I just don't have the tolerance for that. I, I do not have the tolerance for it. I totally get it. Like, hey, like. You want to be number one. You don't like Francois. She's competition. But these kids are going to be in your life no matter what. They're Pablo Picasso's children. Yeah, so you better work on having a good relationship with them. If you want to stick around. Yeah. yeah. Ugh, so it's much. interesting that she was the only one at the deathbed. And I wonder if that's because she separated him oh my God, from she everyone else. everybody off so much. I wonder if that's the reason or I if no one else showed I have up. a feeling that's what it is. It kind of sucks because his kids didn't know that he had... Uh, uh, prostate cancer. Um, let's get into that last part. Oh my god! Don't even. I'm gonna start crying <laughs> on camera, and it is gonna be so ugly. 1973, April. What a shot we have. Um, uh, we have the scene prior is the barber uh, that that is his, his Arius. barber Arius telling him how like you're wrong that you know family comes first, not art. You know, like you're you are who you are, but like you would have been. The same person if you kept your family first. Do you and think that's true? Yeah. Because a lot yes, of 100%. a lot of like great No, 100%. a lot of the greats in history are like, oh, you have to sacrifice one for the other to truly you, you, be great. Yeah, yeah, but there's a lot of balance to it. Like there there's enough time in the day for it. Mm-hmm. Um for for that. Uh I don't know how, don't you know <laughs> I don't know how that would be done, but <laughs> The barber had an amazing, like, line, and, you know, Picasso was looking down on him. He's like, oh, but you just cut hair. And he's like, oh, shoot, like, I'm I'm sorry. I didn't mean to say that. Like, I he, know. You know, he, he's, like, but he did mean realizing it. it. He, mean, he meant it because that's who he is, his ego. And the barber's like, hey, look, that's who you are. It's and okay. it's true, but it's, like, it just shows where your priorities are. Yeah, it's but true. the barber he, showed He's it, a barber, it. but, like, who's happier? Oh, he is. Like, you don't, you're not defined by your profession. Nope. Unless you let it define you. Yep. Yeah. So, you know, we had that great shot and the bar was just like, you know, call your kids. Uh, you know, you're here at a bullfight with your barber, mm-hmm. not your kids. 
What's that about? Mm-hmm. And then it just leads into that last shot where like I'm like, cool, we're getting another family reunion. Like, oh my like God, we're getting stop. like what Francois put together the first time. And I was just like, you know what? At the end of the day, they have a huge, beautiful family. And I saw Maya show up and I was like, oh, Marie Therese still alive? Wow, this is amazing. Like, look, Maya has a daughter. It wasn't until Dora came when I knew this was a fantasy. <laughs> Don't jump into that. Yeah. Because we got to see Francois first. Mm-hmm. And Francois is obviously older, so I'm like, oh, man, this is great. They put together a party. Like, Picasso's learning at such an old age, finally. You know, family obviously matters more. It's getting together. And, and like, what, what struck me so much was that Francois walked by Pablo and went up to Marie Therese. And I was just like, it's so nice to see you again. And hugged her and embraced her. She, from the beginning, was just like, listen, we are all family together. Regardless of how messed up this is, we need to like act like a family. We're blood and something else, I forgot she said. And, you know, we got to see like some great words. The, the, the kids came up. And then Carver pulled from underneath me. Uh, Dora shows up looking like she's 26 years old, like she was back in the past. I'm like, is this just Pablo seeing her like this? Like, mm-hmm. what, is, what were your thoughts on that? Like, why why do you think they took the artistic direction to do that? Because Dora at that time was still alive. Technically speaking, Dora should have been an older person. I think they kind of wanted to do it. Like, they wanted what, to do what, it what I'm going to say, like, I feel like isn't going to be consistent because... The way I interpreted it was they showed Dora in her youth because that's when Pablo Picasso was in love with her the most. Yes. And I think the reason why Francois was older is because it was like Pablo's hope that he would be in contact with her forever because she's his one true love. And Marie Therese, like, oh, it's the first woman that he had children with. So, like, that relationship is going to be eternal because of the children. Right. So, like, that's how I interpreted it. The and kids then, were the same age as what we saw yeah. as them last too, which is interesting because they definitely would not have been. We yeah. got to see his son uh, with, I guess, his family as well. And then Fernand was the way she was when he was in love with her. See, I think and what they sa- did... Same as Olga. I think I think what they did with that, why they showed Dora, was because they got to see his loves, and then it's like, at what point are you going to show... Like, you got to see all of his loves, but they wanted to differentiate, like, who's still alive, and, like, how Pablo sees them and like how Pablo views, like you were saying, had viewed them in the past. And so Dora was that cutoff of like, now we're getting to like past loves. Um, and this is how he's remembering her. Mm-hmm. It was a beautiful scene. I don't think I have seen a scene in television that has moved me to the extent that genius Picasso's season finale has moved me. You I have watch never. The first season then, guys. I, we both were crying sitting at I our was, tables I watching was hyster- this. Episode. I was just, the tears were flowing. Um, I I was crying. Uh, tears wish, don't flow as much ever I, I for me. It. <laughs> it was such a beautiful ending. We flashed to him laying in bed, barely conscious, talking about you know his sons, his loves. We could see his best friend, uh, Car- Car- not Carl, Carl, Car- Carlis, however you pronounce his name. Yeah, he's flashing through life. Oh, Carlos, yeah, Car- he's flashing through life. You get to see. You know, his very first picture, which was amazing, of, like, the bullfighting. Um, all these beautiful scenes, him, like, in the woods with the paintings. And, and when he just tried to escape everything, you know, uh, back in Spain, in the mountains. Mm-hmm. Such an amazing ending. I mean, I'm getting chills thinking about it. It, it right was now. so beautiful. But, like, what do you think Picasso's legacy is? His art. 
Is it just, like, I know that it sounds so condescending to say, is no, it just so that? Because that's a he, huge accomplishment. It's a but. huge accomplishment. He, I think his legacy is is that he took what art had been for so many centuries and, and became the first person who flipped it on itself. And so many other people came, Andy Warhol and all these other geniuses came after him. But he was the first to do something like this. And Picasso always wanted to push the envelope. He, he was never okay with just mediocrity or the status quo. He always wanted to challenge whatever the art form at the time was and was so bold to experiment with mediums that were just, relatively unknown, yeah. like collaging and surrealism. And it's... It's truly incredible, like, what he achieved, but and he, I was just so emotional. I was like, yeah, you achieved all these things that's beautiful, but for me personally, it's the people that make the difference in your life. When you're on your deathbed, reflecting back yeah, well, on your never, life... he never had that, which sucks. I mean, honestly, he, I, from what we can tell, his last words was, give me my paper and charcoal. Mm-hmm. The only redeeming thing in this, I think, and in his death, which, I mean, his death was sad. It was coming. It was inevitable. Uh, he was in his 90s, like 93. Yeah, yeah, he was up there. He lived a full life. He lived a very good full life. Um, the only, I think, ha- I mean, it's not happy seeing him die. I was happy to see the moments that his life passed, though, like when his life was passing by him and like thinking in his head, he got to see his family for the last time and make amends. The greatest achievement, I think, is that finally when Franco passed, um, in 1993 or something like that or 83 or something around those mm-hmm. times uh his painting guernico was finally put into spain and uh dis- probably still displayed there and um unfortunately he didn't get to see it but uh what a way to end the show what a way to end the season right Like, I'm speechless. I'm so impressed with Nat Geo, and I'm so excited for season three with Mary Shelley. Yeah, that is a wrap, guys. We finished up Picasso. We hope that you guys get to join us next time. We're not going to be able to get to do any predictions because obviously Picasso died. But we can briefly talk a little bit about what is coming for season three. Uh, Your After Buzz TV predictions. There we go. We are going to get to see a female artist, a female genius, Marie. Yeah, we, we've kind of briefly mentioned this like a few episodes past, yeah. back. Mary Shelley, Mary Shelley. Um, is going to be the main focus of season three of Genius. And it's going to be interesting to kind of see uh, not an artist, but an artist in her, well, own, artist right, her own right. She's a female a, author. Yeah, an author. author and it's of gonna Frankenstein. Be, it's going to be a lot later of times um you know pre 1800s i think right somewhere on that I, I need a double check it's okay yeah <laughs> um we are excited for it i'm excited for it uh the story of frankenstein is an amazing one so i'm very interested to see what's going to come how it's going to be told um women's rights were non-existent at that time uh there's lots of stories how her husband wrote the book uh but really she did mm-hmm. um so i'm just very excited to see what's gonna what's gonna happen that reminds me of how like you know you would think that we've come a long way since then but mm-hmm. even author jk rowling had to make the initials jk yep. so that it would she it would, would appear to be man. like a male author, so she would sell more copies, which we're, is so ludicrous to me. Like this is in the nineties. I know. Look, we're gonna have so plenty crazy. to talk about, guys. Um let's get your final reactions and then we can call it a show. Final reactions. Final wow. reactions. 
I this, enjoyed. I, I'm honestly like this is one of my favorite shows I've ever watched on TV. I'm like glad we not got even to just saying you. that, swear to God, like Hands down. so impressed with not just the story, but the cinematography, the acting, the music, All up to the, the makeup. art, everything. everything. Like even the, the prosthetics makeup that made him look like Christopher Lloyd from Back to the Future. <laughs> like, yeah, I live for that. Uh. I loved it. I'm so happy I got to join you guys for a second season, and I can't wait for the third. Mina, for not the last time, but last time for the season, where can everybody find you? You guys can follow me on Instagram at Mina Makes Magic. Guys, my name is Zach Silverman. You can find me all over social media at Zach with a CH Silverman, too. And not for the very last time, but this is our last sign-up for Picasso. Guys, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much. (laughs) Thanks, guys. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, see you later. later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.